You're listening to the podcast, Carlos Avalon, My Music, My Life. Thank you for tuning in. And now, here's your host, Carlos Avalon. I should have asked you for your number, and if you'd like for me to go, because I think I really like... Hello, everybody. I'm coming this time, actually, from... Uh, the Santa Cruz area, well, the mountains above Santa Cruz in California, and beautiful area. It's kind of a, a perfect getaway for me at this time. And um, I have a dear friend that uh, uh, lives very close by, and she, I met her, we became friends as colleagues on um, celebrity cruises, well, first on their higher end uh, um, line that celebrities started, Alzamara clu- uh, Cruises. Now um, uh, they've changed the name to Alzamara Club Cruises, kind of that country club atmosphere at sea. And um, we became great friends. She's a wonderful musician, a harpist. Back in the time when every fine dining restaurant on the ships had a beautiful background music, a harpist playing there. And she's a wonderful musician, now a wonderful friend. And I'd like to now introduce my friends to Amy Krupski. Um, Amy, I always have, unless it's, it's a Latin name, I always have trouble, but I know your name well. Hi, Amy, you're on. Hi, Carlos. So nice chatting with you. Well, pronounce it right again, Krupski. Amy Krupski, that's Absolutely. right. That sounds, I've met your <laughs> husband, and I think he's from Russia, correct? No, no, no. Oh. He's, uh, he's actually from Long Island in New oh. York. Oh, no, but, but his, the background was... He's, oh, he spoke, he, he taught Russian that's in Monterey the at, the defense, at the Defense Language Institute, and that's I met him in Monterey. That's it, because on the ship, when we met, I was always uh, saying spasibo, and I was trying to learn Russian from him. But anyway, right. so nice to have you on the, on the uh, the podcast. Thank you for giving me a bit of your time. We oh, met. Thank you. Remember how we met? Yes, we met on the Azamara um, ship on the Azamara journey uh, on their maiden voyage uh, from New York uh, to Bermuda and back. What a gig that was! And it, <laughs> yes. was, it was actually in the in the officers' mess. Um, right. I, I went in for a, a snack or something. I think it was afternoon, and there you were, and you were new. I was doing my second outing on the ship, so I was kind of the veteran. But <laughs> I realized, and you told me you were rather green with the ship life, and it was so interesting. How was that first experience for you? Oh, it, it was it was an eye opener, but it was it was a very good experience, and I I had never. Um, played the harp on a ship before, and um, I was uh, uh, new to ship life, but I, I loved it. And um, uh, one week from uh, New York down to Bermuda and back, and um, we we all loved it. You know, uh, oh, I, I we did overnights. It was it was beautiful. Yeah. It was like performing on land. We'd be on the ship, we'd perform, and then we'd go go out. It was like working at a hotel on land. I love that. We did, I think it was three days and two nights, right? Yeah, I think it took a day and a half or so to get down, and then we spent three days on the 
on the island, uh, parked at Hamilton, Bermuda, yeah. and uh, parked. I'm saying parked, but um, uh, it was Dogged, a beautiful <laughs> island, and I had never been there before. Oh, that uh, means two of us. I loved Bermuda, and being from an island, I was born in the Azores. It, it reminded exactly. me so much of my home island. And remember the scooter? And the riding? I remember the scooter. You took me for a ride on it. Yeah. You showed me the beautiful beaches, the um, the pink sand beaches uh, um, in Bermuda. And we went over towards St. George, which is, I guess, the capital, and where the, um, the ship that discovered Bermuda first settled was yeah. St. George. But we were actually uh, docked there at Hamilton. Yeah, it was great. And uh, that scooter ride, I, I couldn't show off because that thing didn't go over like, what was it, like 30 kilometers an hour or, or 40, <laughs> which is really, what, 20, 20 miles an hour. But it yeah. was fun. Do you still have that photo? Or, or I think I still I have that photo. I may have it. Uh, if, if, if I don't find it, you can maybe make a copy and send oh, it to oh, me. Oh, yeah. How I, would that be? I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's in my archives, and I'll put it on my on my podcast uh, page, and people will, there you go. will enjoy that. So um, you're your first contract. Now, if I remember it right, you came to that lifestyle Late, uh, that had not yet. Uh, you had a, a different career before that. Am I? Am I? Yeah, I. Yeah, I had a. I got a master's in social work yeah. in my twenties, uh, um, right out of college, and and went to graduate school for a couple of years. And I was a psychiatric social worker in um, in Tennessee and then Texas, but most of the time in California. Oh. And I was a counselor all those years. But um, in the mid to the mid 1980s, I I picked up taking harp lessons. I had a piano background, so the, it was pretty easy for me to transfer to the harp. And um, by the 90s, I had recorded, was recording a couple of um, uh, harp CDs, and um, and then by the uh, 2005 to 2007, I was getting ready to retire from my counseling career, and by that time, I got really busy doing weddings and, and, and other performances with the harp and playing with other musicians, storytellers, and um, and then, you know, out of the blue, I get this, start getting these emails from an agent in Canada saying, um, uh, looking for a harpist for cruise ships. And I thought, who is this person? It was uh, someone named John Whitefoot up in Vancouver, Canada. Wow. And I have no idea how he got, got a hold of me. But at any rate. I recommended I, uh, you. <laughs> not I, at all. We had yeah. not yet met. I'm kidding. <laughs> but he, he was an agent looking for prospective musicians. I mean, yeah. he, you know, he was a busy guy. And to, I'll try to make this short. But I uh, I remember emailing him back saying, well, I'm going to retire in a couple of years, so just keep letting me know, and maybe I can come up and play the harp. And then I, when I retired, I said, um, I said, can I come up for a couple of weeks to Alaska and play? And he kind of laughed. He said, oh, no, you have to. You have to commit to at least a couple of months or, yeah. or more. <laughs> and so that's when I first got hired was in 2007 after I retired from my counseling job. And uh, that was on the Asamara um, journey. 
So and, be, and when we went to Bermuda, that's so we were talking that, about. That was your first contract, and I know a fellow, yes. fellow harpist that you followed on the ship. She was of great help to you in getting you acquainted with everything. You no, know, I have to. Yeah, Mary Amanda. Yeah, uh, great performer. Child, Mary Amanda. Oh, yeah. You know, I didn't get much um, orientation uh, about how I was supposed to behave or what I was supposed to do on the ship. I just knew my schedule. And, <laughs> None uh, of us I didn't did. know a thing about <laughs> cruise ship life. And um, she sent me a couple of uh, detailed uh, emails explaining everything to me, and that was a huge help. And I'm forever grateful to her, and she's always been a very uh, uh, helpful support person in my life. And uh, so that was that was a big help. And um, I want to give her full credit for me even surviving that first. Oh yeah, <laughs> the first contract. <laughs> she's still doing celebrity in another capacity yeah. now because sadly they let go of the harpers. Uh, right, um, no yeah. longer that music. And um, but she was wonderful. And I actually. I, I'm so grateful that you put also faith and trust in me because uh, on that first uh, run, um, you'd come and ask me about this or, or this because I only had one other outing before Bermuda, but I was able to help you out, and, and that was great. You, yeah, you certainly knew more than I did, I tell you. Uh, uh, just a little <laughs> but, bit. But see, I was lucky because my agent, like you said, um, Mary Amanda helped you because they threw us in there without any any um, um, uh, advice beforehand on what to expect. And what what saves me is my uh, my booking was a co booking with Michael Lando, a great agency of cruise ships. But my direct agent that uh, co booked with Michael was John Roberts. And he had been a friend mm -hmm. for many years, and he worked on cruise ships for almost 15 years before he became an agent for cruise ships. Oh, So I when I went to that first contract, I knew what to expect, and a lot of it I didn't like, but... Um, you know, uh -huh. the money was very good. <laughs> so well, not only it. was yeah, not only was I new going on in that first cruise uh, 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 to Bermuda and back, but um, I um, it was it was the first. I mean, I think a lot of people they got it together, but a lot of people. I mean, the staff had not congealed, and we didn't know each other, and we didn't have experience being together. And um, I think we did pretty good considering, but you were certainly helpful to me, I tell you. Uh, um, no, I, I knew I could I knew I could count on you for good advice. No, but and you were you were your approach actually because that was your second career. You had have the a, a lifetime of an amazing career as a social uh, um, in social work and uh, with your uh, degree and all. So that was just, mm -hmm. hey, I'm doing this. If anybody gives me any, you know what, I'll say, adios, amigo. I really don't need this. So I envy yeah. the position you're in, and you got to travel the world. Now I left Oh, yeah, and that, that was my motivation. I really wanted to see new parts of the world I hadn't seen. And um, I, uh, my husband and my children were very understanding. My children were pretty much grown by then but um they they understood and my husband got to go on uh, actually over the about five years that i was kind of a fill-in harpist i was very lucky to go to many parts of the world and he he went on 
I think three different times he 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 boarded me. He got aboard, and we were in the Caribbean for a while, and then yeah. once we were in the Mediterranean, and then he went up. We went up. He went up to Alaska with me. Yeah, and I, back. So I think I, I met, felt very lucky. I didn't meet him on that first uh, outing. I met him the second time. I was on already on celebrity cruises. Correct. Right. Yeah, uh-huh. the sister company of Azamara. Yeah, that was great. So. You stayed, you just answered my next question, you stayed about five years. Um, I was um, under contract with them for eight years. I I left, oh, um, wow. yeah, I left the year, well, 2014, the year my mom passed away. I had mm-hmm. just signed with a new manager. And, um, well, do you know, um, well, you you kind of saw it coming that they were the rumor was they were going to do away with your position with your, your right venue, right yeah and right this- yeah but, but by that time I had actually not only been to Bermuda and and in in the Caribbean and Panama Canal but also uh, around South America yeah. and up to uh, up to Alaska but yeah. Uh, they were going to, and they did uh, discontinue the ships yeah. on the celebrity ships. But however, I mean the harps on the ships. But however, uh, they continued them on these um, the specialty ships. And oh. I think by that time, that was I think uh, not too long after that, the Asamara ships separated out from Celebrity yeah. and became their own company entity. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, supposedly, you know, as before. COVID, they were doing very well as a luxury line uh, along the lines exactly. of Oceana and so on. Um, but um, so you stayed. Um, uh, now, I met your husband on the Alaska run. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was fun. We got to work together a second time. By that time, you had it all down. You you knew the ropes. You knew it all. And um, well, I pretended I did. Yeah. No, you had it, and you were a great success. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, the uh, well, the, um, the guests well, loved we you. We were lounge musicians, you yeah, know. That was it. I, I didn't I didn't want to perform on a stage. I just liked play background and you know could chat with the guests yeah, and i yeah. met so many interesting people and you know a lot of people were in my age group a lot of older couples and people who were finally able to retire and travel so we could chit chat and have conversations about you know our history and 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 things that they might not be able to chit chat with a 25 year old about you know what i mean so yeah that's right was, no, I remember uh, uh, part of uh, when we first met, part of your shock was that, what was it? You were working, what did you say, 23? You got said, I can't remember the line you oh, used. Oh, I was had so one boss, one <laughs> boss who was 23 and I was in my 60s. <laughs> oh my I think he, would, he didn't know what to do with me. So, that, you know, they just left me alone. And, oh, and, that's um, great. That's and and uh, I, I just kind of did my own thing and I, you know, I... Played a lot by ear, but I had a. I had actually, by the time I did my five years there, I had learned a lot of new songs because oh, you know you have great. to keep adding on to your repertoire. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, so when they made me, um, uh, uh, they guaranteed to give me a guest spot on um, uh, uh, in the main showroom on Azamara, the the celebrity or whatever it was called, celebrity cabaret. Uh, um, so by that time you were we didn't work together, so you didn't see my main show other than the lounge act, right? You know what? I maybe he did. Was that when you played the white piano? 
uh, up in up upstairs rather than um than in the main in, in the cafe. in the main showroom and um yeah on Azamara. so that was yeah. it so you did get to see it yeah i think your husband was in the audience because i did a uh, a little international medley and uh, at the end I asked him if he knew the languages to all this, uh, the words to all the songs in different languages because, but listen Amy, now I left because, you know what's sad about all this my venue on the ship is gone your venue on it the is? ship is gone, oh yeah, oh yeah, they eliminated, it. It, they turned it into a sports bar what else? Oh, is you know there? what? Yeah, you know what? Uh, the the thing, and I, I, I'm thinking when they discontinue the harps uh, on um, on celebrity, yeah. and I'm not sure about Osamar, maybe Osamar too now. But oh, uh, oh yeah, Osamar did away was, with it. Yeah, yeah. That was at the beginning of the recession around the uh, 2008, Eight. 2009. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and uh, that was a factor too. I think absolutely. And well, all of that. And you know, I experienced that uh, budget cuts at another club I was working on land, and. Um, you know these. Um, I mean, in the business, we we performers always always uh, talk about the bean counters. You know what I mean? So sure, the recession hit in '08. They did a lot of cuts. When things started to come back, they figured, hmm, things are working out without that venue. Oh, people are coming yeah. back anyway. Why don't we just keep saving yeah. and not pay a musician or an entertainer? And then uh, I think so. Yeah, mm -hmm. you're absolutely right. And, and 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 go ahead. Well, I was just I was just going to make the point that uh, it first discontinued the harps on uh, on the bigger ships on uh, yep. Celebrity, and then I think by 2011, um, I think 2012, I actually went over to I flew over to Scandinavia and filled in for a harpist who right. uh, had a family member who had passed away and they had promised a special group of uh, tourists that they were going to have harps. So oh, I right. actually got that. That was actually the very last time I was on a ship and it was, it was during the summer solstice and I was in Scandinavia and, Beautiful. and um, that, and I, I remember I was just exhausted by the time I got back because I, it was daylight over there all the time and I couldn't <laughs> sleep. <laughs> but that was my very last gig was um, around June of 2012. Oh, uh, that's, uh, yeah, and um, I was two years later. Now, although I I was kind of the veteran, you actually did an, um, a section of the world that I did not do. You did Asia, am I correct? Yeah, I did. And I um, I didn't know better, but I, I agreed to sign up for a, a longer contract than usual because I really wanted to see Asia uh -huh. and I have no regrets. But oh, um, I, I we went through between Singapore and Hong Kong and back and then we went up farther up into towards Japan and China. And, you know, um, our ship, the Asamara, I think it was the Quest. Um, one of the Osamara ships, I think, I think it was we were the on the Quest, quest in first. Asia. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Um, uh, we were in Japan the day of the big earthquake, and it was in March of 2011. Wow. We were at the bottom of the island, wow. and um, I remember I had gone to see the Peace Park, and uh, um, um, yeah, I can't think of the name of the. I'm, I'm embarrassed here. It wasn't. No, it was Nagasaki. Not, it was Nagasaki. Uh, 
Uh, and yeah. there was a, a beautiful little short tour, and we went to see the Peace Park. Got back by uh, just before noon, and I I had lunch uh, and uh, filled out the form, you know, when you go on the tour and um, uh, with with the guests and all, and you yeah. kind of have to you kind of have to help supervise and yeah. and assist the tour director. And I filled out my paperwork, my form, and I was kind of tired, and I just. I didn't have to play until around six o'clock that evening, and I was watching CNN down in my cabin when the the view came on, the the pictures came on of the earthquake, and it was scary because oh. it, we were in Japan, we were at the bottom yeah. of the island, oh and uh, it it showed all of these, uh, you know, all these this water flooding and 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 boats and trucks and cars going out to sea. It was it was very scary and. What I remember most is the captain, Captain Smith, kept oh, saying, as, I, soon as, right the, as soon as the tour is, as soon as the last tour gets in, we're going to leave out of here early because we were in shallow water. Oh, and wow. he said, we need to get out into the deeper water. And they they didn't get in until around 4 or 4.30. And instead of leaving at 6 or 6.30 when we were supposed to leave the island, we shot out of there like we like a speedboat. He said, we got to get out of here. We want to get to deeper water. Wow. And we went up to the other side of Japan, up to the north side. And we had to actually... Um, um, I don't know. I don't remember. It was a small town on the northwest side of the island that we had to dock at the next day so we could get our uh, passports. Oh, um, oh know, that's right. Because you left without yeah. all the regular yeah. routine. Yeah. yeah, the passports <sighs> for not 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 only the passengers but for the uh, for the um, crew as crew well. And officers and, 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 and uh, I. And I have to say that the Asamara people down in Florida, they, they really, they, they really got it together for They're us. Amazing. And uh, we, yeah. I felt they took very good care of us. And, and then, and we went over to uh, China and we were, we were in the middle of the ocean waiting, trying to decide where to go because we were <sighs> supposed to go up toward Korea, but we went by China and, and then we went over to South Korea. And then, and I, by that time, I tell you, I was ready to go home. Oh, I would have been. <laughs> oh, I, I would have been scared to death of a possible tidal wave from the earthquake. I, I, I. Well, so yeah. But, but what an advantage! I am so glad I never had um, anything like that that would have uh, really, really made me just give it all up and and leave the ships. I, well, I, I had I, weird dreams. Of, remember the Poseidon adventure? That movie oh, yeah. that it flips over. <laughs> I actually right. uh, leading into the first contract, and a couple of times during the con, the the first few contracts, I had that dream. I vividly, not Poseidon. It was me. It was us. Our ship turned. Oh. So, uh, yeah, I'm yeah. worried about these things. <laughs> But listen, yeah, it, Amy. Uh, well, anything else you'd like to add? Uh, well, you know, about after that adventure in Japan, uh, I think uh, that was uh, about a month before my, my contract was up. And when I flew home from there, I thought, that's it. But And that was in 2011. And I did go out that following year for one week to Scandinavia. Yeah. But, you know, then it ended, you know. Yeah. And I had no regrets. I got to see many, many places in the world I would not have seen. And I felt very, very lucky. Yeah, me too. It's, it's like everything just fell right into my path at the right time, and I felt it was almost beyond anything I could have ever dreamed of. So I'm 
I'm eternally grateful. And then I got to meet you. What can and, I say? And vice versa. <laughs> yeah. I, I went to every place that I've cared to go. I never did Asia, but actually by, by uh, uh, choice. They offered me the quest in Asia. And because remember, I still had contracts going on land. So I right. was juggling uh, uh, the cruise ships with the land contract. And uh, I actually told my agent when I turned down, I don't want to be anywhere that it's tomorrow already. You know right. what I'm saying? So <laughs> I want to be able to call my family. Okay, six, eight hour difference. That's one thing. But the moment I wake right. up, it's already tomorrow somewhere else, or yesterday. So I don't want to do that. Listen, what stories we have to tell. I know you're, uh, you're a writer and you concentrated on your writing. I do hope you start writing some of your uh, uh, great uh, stories. Yeah, I've got to get them organized. And um, that's one of my goals in the next, uh, if I have a five-year plan, that's to get all my writing organized and, and some kind of uh, shape that I can maybe even possibly publish or at least put something out there. For people to read, I'll, I'll call, it, call it from behind the heart. Well, beautiful, and we'll promote it. We did talk. You don't, um, you don't have. Uh, you had your CDs that you sold as souvenirs on the ships, but you, you're not sure if you have currently anything on on Spotify or iTunes. But the name, I think, I might have it on iTunes. I'm not sure. I've got to follow up on that. I, I haven't been very. Um, good with that but i i'm given my own land you know a lot of a lot of young people you know they don't even have cd players anymore oh, so yeah i have a, a few left left over and I'm, I'm when i go and play at the senior living centers and and uh non-profit places i take my cds and i give them away now oh, oh that's sweet it's, of you and uh, yeah um and uh, it's kind of sad because it seems that some of us artists when it comes to cds the only way we can get rid of them is by giving them away well, nobody well, wants to buy cds what a shame what a yeah what a if they don't want them <laughs> if they don't want them then they can you know i've yeah. actually I, I still i still get requests to you know, people to buy them from time to time, but you know they they were made back in the nineties, and yeah. they they're both Celtic CD music. Oh, I'm known more as a Celtic harpist here, but on the on the cruise ships, I played the, the larger pedal harp. Yeah, oh, yeah, I remember. And you did pretty much any um, uh, the the standards, the ballads. You did all that, and so right. I will say, if anybody is kind of interested in doing a search for your music, because you did say. You think some are available, some songs are available on the yeah. line. It's Amy Krupski, that's K-R-U-P-S-K-Y, correct? S-K-I. I, I, oh, okay, I, Krupski. Krupski yeah. Oh, I've got to do homework when pronouncing that's all okay. these names. That's okay, yeah. a lot of people put a Y on my name. Yes, that's I've okay. had, you know what, I looked at my... Uh, uh, book of uh, for years I've been sending you uh, mail um, Christmas cards or promos for my events with the why and it never you know was what? returned to you're, sender so <laughs> you're not you're not the only one a lot of people think it ends in why and that's okay uh, yeah. my husband's family was both Polish and Russian ah uh, so see I knew there I, was yeah. some Russian there because in my talks with your husband we did Russia kept coming up but I think it was right. he was teaching the CIA to speak Russian or something yeah, at the he, he was teaching at the uh, the Defense Language Institute yeah. he taught Russian and um, 
he worked in that department for many years and yeah. was very good at it. And that's right out of, of course, Monterey area. That's why you're right. in Pacific Grove. Listen, Amy, it's been a joy. I thank you so much for coming on. And, uh, yeah. you know, I love you and we'll get to see each other soon. And uh, Yeah, come down to Monterey and Pacific Grove and uh, I'll, I'll take you out for, for lunch. Uh, How's that? We'll have fun. Uh, thank you so I much for the I might even play invite. a tune for you. I might hey. even play a tune on the harp. <laughs> oh, you got it. You got it. Thank you so much, my dear friends. And for now, well, I always say it. That's it for now. See you next time. Thank you for listening. Please join us again in two weeks for another episode of Carlos Avalon, My Music, My Life. Now it's not a silly that you'll come back to me someday.